Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, you've probably heard about the solar eclipse that will pass across the U.S. on August 21st. Now, here in the Bay Area, we're not going to get too eclipsed. It's going a little bit farther north, but lots of other parts of the country are going to see this eclipse, total eclipse of the sun. But if you're in the solar industry, you've probably heard about a much more significant eclipse, at least significant to solar installers and contractors in the whole solar industry. It's called the United States International Trade Commission, or ITC, case entitled Crystalline Silicon Photovoltaic Cells, whether or not partially or fully assembled into other products. Now, this sounds a little geeky. You may think that this little eclipse is not a big deal or it's someone else's problem, but you're wrong. If you're a solar contractor or in the solar industry, the wholesale solar prices are already going up fast. So if you're a solar contractor, it's time to break out your peril-sensitive sunglasses, which is courtesy of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and just kind of help you relax in this upcoming disaster. But if you're a homeowner thinking about solar, talk to your local contractor right away and get a commitment to install in 2017, because this trade case is going to create tariffs, and those tariffs are going to make the prices of panels go way up in 2018, and the prices have already gone up now in 2017. No doubt in my mind, rooftop solar is going to be more expensive in 2018. All right, here's the background. Now, countries all over the world have gotten into the solar panel manufacturing business. Now, China is by far and away the biggest, but there's a dozen other countries around the world that are making panels in huge volumes. Japan, Vietnam, Germany, Canada, Mexico, India, and Thailand, almost everywhere, including the United States. It's a worldwide manufacturing business. It, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that you want to kind of make locally. It's good for the local economy. They're bulky. They're sort of expensive to ship. And there's a lot of technology involved, but the technology is based on lots of little parts, so it's easy to kind of move things around. Now, since it's a worldwide business, there's kind of a worldwide price. It's, it's essentially what we call a commodity. It's like oil, right? You price on a per barrel basis. With solar panels, you price it based on a per watt basis. And 300-watt panel from Korea and a 300-watt panel from the U.S. and a 300-watt panel from China is all going to produce 300 watts. They're all going to last 25 years. They're all going to be almost identical. So really, the pricing is important. And I can perceive almost no difference, absolutely no difference, between U.S. panels and panels made in these other countries. Now, over the past 20 years, the prices have declined dramatically from over $1,000 per panel. I mean, heck, when I started in 2001, these things cost us $1,000. The guys drop one off of a roof, I would ready to kill them. Now, the panel prices are less than $200. But over the past five years, because of this worldwide competition ramping up and all, all over the world, a lot of low labor cost countries building automated plants, the prices have come down so much that it's hard to make money in a high cost area or areas of the world that doesn't have a good supply chain. So just over the past five years, 25 companies have shut down operations where they were manufacturing solar panels or solar cells. These the operations, buildings in 20, 26 places around the U.S. have shut down. Now, interestingly, many of these U.S. manufacturers were actually owned by foreign companies. And I can remember SunTech and Yingli, they were building plants. Sharp had the biggest plant in Tennessee. They shut them down because of the, the last tariff action. The tariff hit. They couldn't import cells into the U.S. And they're saying, why should we be building solar panels in the U.S.? We have to pay a ton of money for the cells. Let's just make them elsewhere. Now, recently, the two largest manufacturers, Suniva and Solar, these are the largest remaining U.S. manufacturers of solar panels and solar cells. They went bankrupt this year. Suniva is based in Georgia. They're owned by a Chinese company. Solar World 
based in Oregon, is owned by a German company, but they've gotten all their recent financing from a Qatari company. So, you know, we're not talking about a born and bred U.S. companies. It's great that they had jobs here and operations here, but, you know, they're, they're foreign ownership, but that's okay. They're making good product. Now, what happened is Cineva and Solar World filed a lawsuit with the International Trade Commission to impose tariffs and a minimum price that would effectively double the price of all imported solar panels and all imported solar cells. <laughs> all the cells are imported. We'll talk about that more later. So here's the timeline. Here's how it's going to hit you, a homeowner, how it's hitting us, contractors, and it's how it's going to hit the rest of the solar industry. The suit was announced in May. On September 22nd, the ITC, the International Trade Commission, will determine if the crystalline silicon photovoltaic cell industry, CSPV, was harmed by imports. Now, we're talking about a narrow definition here. This is just the industry that makes crystalline cells and modules with these crystalline cells in the U.S. If the harm is determined, this crystalline solar industry was harmed in the U.S., they will make a remedy recommendation to President Trump on November 13th. And the president will issue his final decision as to the remedy that will go into effect. His recommendation is going to be made by January of 2018. Now, the remedy that they're asking for is a 40 cent per watt tariff and a 78 cent minimum price. Now, this 40 cent a watt tariff, solar panels right now sell for 40 cents a watt. So if you have an extra 40 cent a watt tariff, that means that the average price is going to be like 80 cents. That's why they got 78 cent minimum price. That's going to double the import price of solar panels. Now, here's, here's note that the existing solar panel manufacturers in the U.S. all use imported solar cells. I mean, even Solar World imports most of their cells. Cineva was making cells here in the U.S., but they couldn't keep up with the capacity they were buying cells to. So there's almost no manufacturing of solar cells in the U.S. The process to make solar cells is one of these fully automated, boring, high-cost semiconductor manufacturing operations, most of which right now takes place overseas. All the chips we have and almost all of our gadgets are made overseas. So even in U.S. manufacturers that are now assembling solar panels in the U.S., companies like Auxin and SunPower and Seraphim and Mission Solar, they're all going to suffer because they're all bringing in solar cells from overseas. There's almost no manufacturing of cells here at all in the U.S., and it's going to take a while. Now, what's even more damaging is that many of the solar jobs, most of the solar jobs are going to be lost if tariffs go into place. Last year, the U.S. had 260,000 people working in the solar industry. About 2,000, only 2,000 of these 260,000 people, less than 1%, were actually making solar panels in factories or making solar cells. The rest were doing installations, marketing, sales, financing, manufacturing other components like racking and wiring and, and things like that. But this ITC action only looks at the narrow solar cell manufacturing business in the U.S., not at all the other solar jobs. So they're just looking at these 2,000 jobs that were lost versus the 260,000, other 258,000 jobs that are there. And the question the ITC is asking is, was the U.S. solar cell industry harmed? And the answer, if you look at it candidly, the answer is yes. The reality is, though, that the harm the tariffs are going to cause by doubling the price of solar panels is way worse than the harm to U.S. manufacturers of solar cells. And ironically, you kind of look at the previous tariff actions. They did absolutely nothing to help the U.S. solar manufacturing industry. These first batch of tariffs went in. They were imposed by Solar World. They went into effect five years ago. Since then, 26 more companies shut down their operations. The first batch of tariffs didn't help. This batch of tariffs won't help. 
All right. So let's look at what happens with these two remedies, the 40 cent a watt tariff for the 78 cent minimum price. Don't forget about the 78 cent minimum price right now. But the 40 cent a watt tariff on a 300 watt solar panel that used to cost about 40 cents a watt or 120 bucks. Now it's going to cost $240, doubling the price. That's the wholesale price when they're imported in huge volumes and containers. By the time it gets down to contractors, the price is much more. And obviously by the time it's installed on the roof, lots and lots of work and labor and sales and, and marketing and design work goes in. So it's more expensive. So when panel prices double, let's let's see what happens. Well, fewer customers are going to buy. If you're looking at 6,000 watt home solar system, that's good for like $150, $200 electric bill. It would typically sell for about $18,000 right now. That's kind of a good price, $3 a watt. If the panel prices double, then that system's now going to cost more like $21,000. So it's going to go up by $3,000 to the homeowner. Now, for utility solar, the price increase is even more significant because the doubling of those prices is going to increase the system price by 40%. Average utility scale system goes in at a dollar a watt. Now, if the panels cost $0.40 a watt more, it's $1.40 a watt, it's going to clobber that industry. SIA, Solar Energy Industries Association, estimates that 88,000 jobs are going to be lost on the installation side of the business. Now, with this ITC action and the proposed tariff, prices for solar panels have already gone up. Here's why. These huge utility project installers and developers are buying panels now for projects that they're going to do next year or the year after. Because they know the prices are going to be more next year and the year after, they might as well put the product in inventory. They can afford that. So for their 2018 projects, they're already buying up all the available solar panels. So it's created a big shortage. That's one reason the prices have gone up. And the other reason is manufacturers have stopped shipping solar panels to the U.S. after November. They don't know what the price is going to be in January. If the prices go up by 40 cents a watt, double, big installers aren't going to buy. So they don't want to ship anything into the U.S. with this price uncertainty. So that's another reason why the prices have gone up. Okay, now, how can we help U.S. solar manufacturing. I mean, I'd love to buy solar panels from U.S. manufacturers. I've been doing it for the last three years, but they're pricey and and the availability is kind of tight. So what can we do to help? Well, here's the reality. The tariffs on solar cells and panels that were put in place four or five years ago didn't work the first time. 26 companies shut down. Solar World shut down. They were the ones behind this. Suniva shut down. So it's not the right incentive to build U.S. solar cell manufacturing to say that there's going to be a tariff on other products. There's basically no manufacturing. I mean, it works in the steel industry because we got a lot of steel mills, but there's no more solar cell factories and nobody's going to drop a billion dollars to put one in place. So the other issue is we have to consider the entire solar panel supply chain. It's not just solar cells. Just like when you build a car, it's not just the motor in the car. You got everything else. Um, Interesting how the car industry is. It's also a worldwide supply chain. So when you're making a solar panel, you have to worry about getting the special glass. This is stippled anti-reflective glass. Aluminum frames have to be extruded. There's companies in the U.S. that make those. The special wiring, junction boxes on the back of the panel, back sheets, glue, things like that. A lot of these things just aren't available at all. Zero. You just can't buy them in the U.S. Or if you can buy them, they're more expensive significantly more expensive than basically the exact same product you could get from overseas. So that's one of the reasons why U.S. manufacturers right now making solar panels, their prices are higher because the ingredients that they have to buy, the glass, the aluminum, the packs, everything costs more here than it does, say, in China. And why is that? 
because the overall volume of U.S. panel manufacturing is just way too low. It's like 100 times bigger in, in China. So what we need is a rational solar industrial policy. We have to consider all the components, not just solar cells. And we also should consider downstream deployment. If you're continuing to create demand for solar installations, you're going to have more U.S. manufacturers coming on board. Unfortunately, right now, we're kind of the opposite. We have policies in the U.S. that are going to affect, that are going to hurt solar demand. But I digress. What they did in China is they built clusters of component manufacturers, just like in Detroit they used to have for cars. You go to Detroit, you know, 50 50 years ago, 100 years ago, well, not 100, 50 years ago, the whole value chain for cars was based in Detroit. The bodies, the electronics, the tires, everything was kind of in the Midwest. That's exactly what China did. But they have a more controlled economy. But in China, I mean, they basically built entire solar cities. You know, cities that just have everything you need to make a solar panel. Uh, Junction boxes, glass, aluminum, cells, silicon, everything. And by doing that, you're able to get to lower costs. And lower costs are critical because these lower costs come from higher volumes and good quality, not shoddy quality. So the reality is solar panels are not a low-volume, high-cost, boutique manufacturing business. Yeah. Fancy wristwatches are a boutique manufacturing business, but solar panels made in enormous volumes are not. You just need big factories and extensive supply chains. So there's not an easy solution. There's not a fast solution. But this is something that we as an industry really have to look at because we're making stupid tariff decisions instead of really rational economic policy that's going to be good for the solar industry. Okay. Well, you know, these are big political decisions. Obviously, we're not going to be able to react to that if you're a homeowner, if you're a contractor. You know, it's kind of way out of our control. So, but what are the residential contractors doing in the face of this oncoming tariff? It's going to be pretty bad. Well, most of them, it's kind of, they're kind of taking a wait and see attitude. Ever since the most contractors have gotten into business over the last five, six, seven, eight, ten years, the prices of solar panels have been declining. It's been, they've on kind of a steady lower trend. The vast majority of contractors haven't been through these supply shortages before. But the all-timers in the solar business, they're a lot more savvy because they remember a couple of periods, and, and I very specifically remember period 2004-2005, where prices actually went up, and very, very painfully. So the experienced contractors are taking action now. They're not being passive. They're not like, oh, I'll see what I'm going to get you know, in a month when I have to do this job. They're actually taking careful now. Here's what the experienced contractors are doing. They're being very careful that their sales contracts with homeowners and businesses are priced with current pricing. So they may put out a, a proposal for a system. The price is good for five days. And if you want to sign on the sixth day, the contractor can go back and say, gee, you know, my prices for solar panels just went up 10 cents a watt and they have the right to adjust the price or the customer's not going to sign the contract. Basically, contractors can't honor prices on old sales proposals if the proposals haven't been accepted. And I remember this happened in 2004, 2005. I mean, the price of our panels at one point went up a dollar a watt. And we suddenly looked at these jobs and we had to reprice them if the contracts weren't signed. And the ones that we signed, we had to go through with and we lost money. It almost clobbered us. Now, the other thing contractors can do is they can build inventory for projects as soon as the projects are sold. And that's what we're doing at Cinnamon Solar. As soon as we sign a deal with somebody, we buy the solar panels, we put them in the warehouse so that we don't have to worry about, oh, you know, a month later when we're ready to put these things on the roof and the permits are done and everything's gone. We don't have to worry about it. We know we have the product. Now, the deals that we sell next month are probably going to be at a higher price, but 
you know, at least we're protected and we don't really become underwater. Now, other thing that contractors can do is add a clause to the contract, which is something called a force majeure clause that allows a price adjustment or a fair cancellation arrangement if like an act of God, a force majeure, if a tariff is imposed that's significant. And this is something that I didn't do 10 years ago, but we're doing now and, and you know, do it in a fair way. Now, we're also continuing to look for high quality but lower cost components. So contractors are always looking for ways to do jobs less expensively because the pricing of systems has historically kept coming down, but also really, really at a high quality level. And there's new technology that keeps coming out, whether it's mounting systems or inverters or electronics or things like that, that are saving money. So this is the other thing. The contractors know that the price is going to go up. They're trying to minimize that price increase. So if they're able to save 20 cents a watt with more efficient labor or better equipment, or cheaper equipment, like cheaper inverters that are still good, then they can kind of mitigate that 50 cent a watt price increase and only pass on 30 cents a watt. Now, finally, the last thing is what's going to happen is some contractors, just to keep the lights on, are going to sell at an even lower profit. And the reality, and homeowners don't like to hear this, but most contractors are just getting by. That's why there's a reasonable amount of turnover among new contractors. It's it's tempting to sell jobs at a lower and lower price because you can sell more and more jobs that way. But then you find out at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year, you don't have enough money to pay your bills, you go out of business. Oh, so just experienced contractors have ways of coping with this. Now, from a homeowner standpoint, what should you do? Now, I'm going to give you some candid advice. It's self-serving. I know. I'm just telling you that up front. Now is a good time to buy a solar system for your home because it's almost certain that prices will be higher next year. The prices of the panels have already gone up by about 20% right now. If I buy panels now, they're 20% more than they were two months ago. And the availability of panels is incredibly tight. I talked to my other friends in the industry, and because you know, we at Cinnamon Solar have a, a pretty defined availability list, and we've got really, really good sources of supply. But I talked to my friends in the industry, and they're just like, there's almost no panels out there. Or the panels that are available from some company that they never heard of, or they're really old panels that have been in a warehouse that are really low efficiency. So let's talk about what happens to your home system if prices go up. So tariff at 40 cents a watt. By the time it hits the contractor, because there's shipping involved and the and there's taxes involved and the um, distributors make money, the price is going to go up by 50 cents a watt. So on a 6,000 watt system, that's an increase in price of $3,000. And that's a big amount. Now, keep in mind that it's really only $2,100 because you get a 30% tax credit. But still, $2,100 more is a big increase. That's like increasing the price of the system by 10%. Now, speaking of the tax credit... In my view, now is the time to act to get your 2017 tax credit because the companies that have inventory of solar panels like Cinnamon Solar, we are going to be incredibly busy between now and the end of the year because customers are going to be bending over backwards to buy product while there's cheap inventory and they're going to be rushing to get their 2017 tax credit. And that's for systems that are you know, basically installed by the end of 2017. Now, from a homeowner standpoint, what you should also do is find the right installer who is prepared for these price increases. So when you're looking for an installer, find one that's been in business for a while. Ideally, somebody that's been through these ups and downs before. See if this contractor is going to commit inventory for you. I mean, I would recommend that before you sign a contract for solar, ask to see the inventory. Check out their warehouse. You could even prepay for this inventory. You say, okay, I'm getting 25 solar panels. I want you to Put those 25 solar panels with my name on it aside in the warehouse, and you may, maybe you have to take delivery of those solar panels and put them in your garage for a month or so. Believe me, this happened before, 
and people that hadn't basically taken delivery on solar panels found out that some contractors, unethical contractors, basically they sold them to somebody else. And by the time they got around to doing the installation, there was not the same solar panels they wanted to install. So that's one thing you can do. Make absolutely sure that your installer has panels in place or, you know, really give you the guarantees that they've got inventory coming in because there's a lot that's going on. All right, so conclusion. The solar industry's got lots of up and downs. That's why we call it a solar coaster. Heck, I did a show on the solar coaster a few months ago and God, who would have anticipated this new tariff that's coming out that's going to clobber us. The industry's benefited from very low prices over the past few years and really high electric rates. So those economics are good. Plus we have the ITC. Unfortunately, this 40 cent a watt tariff is very, very likely to happen. And really, unfortunately, the politicians in D.C., in Washington, in general, are not very interested in saving solar jobs. The people who are going to decide whether or not there's a tariff really don't care that much about the solar industry. They care about jobs. They may care about solar manufacturing jobs, but they don't care about the other 258,000 people that are working in the solar industry. So if you're a solar contractor, my advice, plan ahead now. And if you're a homeowner, start shopping for the very best system right now and make sure you can get the inventory and then it's in place for your system when it's installed. Okay. That's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts. 